Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. Got to give a huge shout out to my boys over at Price Labs. Man, do they make my life easy. I don't have to manually adjust rates. I don't have to worry about tracking all these different compression events or you know, what days I need to raise or lower my pricing. Look, the beauty of using a dynamic pricing tool like Price Labs is they do it for you. It's as simple as going in and setting your, your low, your medium, and your high pricing. And then they're the ones that are extracting all the data from all the other short-term rentals, Airbnb, Verbo, you know, the compression events that are coming in, hotel data, and they optimize your pricing for you. Look, it's really simple. I believe that if I had to do my pricing management manually, I'd probably be costing myself 30 to 35%. So if you want to make that extra 30 to 35%, make sure you check out Price Labs. It's my go-to and it should be yours as well. They're giving you a huge discount and a 30-day free trial. All you have to do is go to hello.pricelabs.co, click on the start your free trial at the top right-hand corner, and literally use my personal code, Bill25. That's Bill25, all caps, and get 25% off your first three months. The link is also in the show notes, so it is super easy access. Get it now. Look, you're not gonna be able to maximize your profit without dynamic pricing, and Price Labs is my go-to. It should be yours as well. Everybody, welcome to SDR Unfiltered. I'm joined by my main man, Chris Wharton, today. What's up? How's it going? We don't have a fucking timer, so how are we going to know when we hit 10 minutes? You better set that thing. So this is SDR Unfiltered. This is a 10-minute podcast. No 30 or 40 minutes of fluff. We're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about buyer personas today. So Chris has been with me for just over five years. Yep. He's helped me with Facebook ads, funnel building, building out buyer personas, running the SDR Wealth Conference. He does everything. He's my right-hand man. And one of the things that most people miss when they're doing marketing is they don't define their buyer persona. And I think a lot of people in the STR industry say you have to, you know, get your avatar and then they leave it at that, right? Mm. So a true buyer persona, you wrap all your marketing around their interests, their likes, their behaviors, their credit card spend, all those things, right? Yep. So I'm just going to give you this. A buyer persona is a fictional representation of your ideal customer. So I know you talked about this at the boot camp in our new Super Team Accelerator program. Yeah. You're gonna be teaching about this. Kind of why don't you take everybody a little bit deeper into why a buyer persona is important and how they can actually build one out correctly. So the disconnect with most marketing is that everyone thinks that you have a product, in this case it's short-term rental, mm -hmm. and when you advertise it, well, everyone would wanna stay at my short-term rental, nope. right? Because it, it exists, right? Kind of like Coca-Cola. Everyone wants to drink Coke, right? Well, no, they still have a particular buyer persona, a person, age, a how many kids, what they do on an average day, all the things that we build into a buyer persona. And that is pretty geographical too. Absolutely. Because West Coast is Pepsi and you know East Coast and the Southeast is yep. Coke. And that buyer persona they build out so they can actually truly advertise to a person. Because when you advertise in general, you think you're advertising to everyone, but in reality you're advertising to no one because you're not actually speaking to the needs of an individual person. Right. And so as you build out a buyer persona, what you're really doing is you're saying, this is the type of person from their demographics where usually where people get stuck, like, oh, it's an age and an income level and uh, sex and you know, the, the general where they live, the general it's demographic a information is a person. So that's why we have like, uh, you know, traveling mom, Mary, or mm -hmm. we used to have uh, something Betty, right? And, mm -hmm. Well, who was that? What was that buyer persona? 
travel manager Tammy in the mm -hmm. ground transportation space, right? So one of the things that I would tell you is before you do any marketing, really even before you, this is when you buy a property. Mm -hmm. The first thing that I do, like I'm under contract for a property right now and I'm thinking, who's my buyer? I'm flying there tomorrow. Who's my buyer persona? I just had Chris set up the camera. I'm not a photographer. I'm taking photos for that buyer persona. I'm defining it. I'm building it out before I design, before Bria jumps in and we invest any money in decor, design, all that type of stuff. Right. So I think a lot of people, they buy their property, they set, they design it for themselves, and then they go in and start to think, okay, who do I want to target? Is there, is it ever too early to start? Oh, no, never too early. Because <laughs> like you said, the earlier you can actually define that person, that can lean towards everything. So if your house, you're like, you know what? I have the bunk beds. This is the family house. Well, then the finishes you choose, the furniture you choose, the things you might put in the house, you might have more games then, all the other parts of hosting would completely change if your buyer persona is more the super family friendly and, and large families versus that super high end or that two or three couples. And just right. the whole experience that you want them to have is completely different. And those are completely different buyers. So my buyer personas are always wealthier, the luxury mm -hmm. I invest in the higher end property. So I just did a reel, you can check it out on my Instagram, BillFaith73, that we launched today. And it was about the infinity, you know, table game, the infinity game table. Yep. That's a thousand bucks at Best Buy or Sam's Club, right? So that's a big investment when your buyer persona is business traveler that's paying 120 to $200 a night to stay in a one bedroom or a studio. It's not as big of an investment for me where my average property costs about a million bucks and sleeps anywhere from 12 to 18 people, right? Mm -hmm. So you think about the amenities that you're going to put into a property it has to be tied into that buyer persona. So there's buyer personas that are gonna stay at your property, but there's also buyer personas that are gonna book. Yep. So like if somebody already owns a property, they're watching or listening right now, they have never heard the term buyer persona, just kind of give them the, the Cliff Notes version of how did they, where do they start, how do they build it out? So I always love to start with Google Trends, because it can kind of give you an idea of an age range. You really wanna start with the demographics, because that's really the, the base of everything. Age range, sex, kind of where they're from. And where you say sex, the first thing I'm doing is if I have Airbnb and VRBOs, I'm going in, I'm gonna look at like my last 20 bookings to start with, count how many were male and how many were female that booked. And I think you're gonna see that the majority are probably female if you're in a vacation market. If you're in an urban area, you could skew more male unless you're targeting like travel nurses or something like that. Cause yep. that's like the first delineation. Yep. And as you start to picture a person, give them a name, you can go through images, give, and them, a picture. give them a picture. And then you can start to really dive into, okay, what makes this person a person? What are they interested in? Outside of the staying at your rental and they like the beach or the mountains or wherever they're going, what are they truly interested in? Do they have kids? How old are their kids? Are they married? Are they not married? Are they single? Are they divorced? How long have they been married? Is this a, you know, a split family? You can start to build out a true person. And as you're building this out, okay, they have kids, which means they have interest with their kids, but they like doing these other things. A lot of people think, I think when I first talked about this at the boot camp, that they're like, how could you possibly know what someone does on an average day or what their, their thing is? And the truth is that you, you don't. don't. But by starting to look at the people that previously stayed with you, by looking at the person of that demographic and those demographic regions, and you literally start Googling, well, what are the most popular magazines for women of a certain age? And you start to build out, well, what ads are in those magazines? What are they speaking right. to in there? And so... It's a lot of research that you have to do to really define this person, but the work that goes into it helps you so much later on because like you where, said- Where does it help you? Where, where do they use this? It, everywhere. 
So from the finishes, from the special touches, from even what you might consider as welcome gifts or how you speak to someone in that how way. How about your kitchen? The thousand percent. So you think about, you go and you buy a property and you know, you're buying a luxury property and it has a Mac Daddy kitchen. Mm-hmm. You might want to target somebody that loves to cook, mm-hmm. right? So you might be targeting people that love Martha Stewart or Giada or you know, watch the Food Network or whatever that is in Facebook ads. And then that's gonna tie into your copy mm-hmm. as well and how you're communicating with them. Because I think the one thing that people miss, Chris, when, they're, when you're writing copy for your descriptions, you're sending out emails, you're doing social media posts, is you're not writing for that buyer persona and they're not trying to write in kind of this personal experiential component. Mm-hmm. It's like, you see it on images and listings all the time. Yep. Master bedroom, king size bed, bathroom, tiled shower, throw rug, and that's all this shit that's in the listing as opposed to, imagine waking up in the super comfy, you know, master suite, throwing open the doors and staring at Glacier National Park or the beach or the river, Mm -hmm. taking three steps over, you know, on this, you know, plush, whatever fuzzy rug and and pouring yourself, you know, a cup of coffee off of the elaborate, you know, coffee bar. That's, That's the experience. That's the feeling that we want to communicate with them. That will resonate with my wife. I could give a shit, you know, about that, right? So if you're targeting me, it's like, how close is it for me to, you know, get a line into the lake? You know, what's going to happen with the fire pit? You know, how far am I from skiing or whatever that is? So that's the difference in the buyer persona between like my wife, you know, and myself. Yeah. And your prime example there of just the description in itself is a great example because if you don't have a buyer persona, what do you, who do you speak to? You speak to no one. So what you end up doing, you'd be super factual. It's this many rooms, this many bathrooms, we have these certain amenities. You're not telling an experience, you're just giving factual information about it. And same thing with the pictures, that when you have a buyer persona in mind, it shapes the order, the way, even the types of pictures, the things you might highlight versus if you're just generally trying to show the space off, you're like, okay, well, yeah, it's this space. But you're like, want to show off the kitchen, for example, you may really want to show off those certain elements or highlight those certain elements because that's part of the buyer persona you're looking for. Yep. Versus if it's, is that business traveler, they may not be interested at all in that. So it may just be something light that you put in there, but just to have it for the factual purposes, but not to highlight it, not to really dive into it because that buyer persona doesn't really care about it. That's not what they're there for. And in your copywriting, your images, your staging, your design, your social media, your email marketing, all of it. And I'm just gonna give you a quick example. Just took on a new co-hosting client last month, six bedroom, six bath, four en suites, four king master en suites, beachfront in West Beach and Gulf Shores, just down from, from my house, right over the bridge right there. And one of the things that I had Bria do for the first time ever inside so everybody knows how important like a workstation is so we have the workstation and we took pictures of it but then bria did her thing for the first time ever we put in a champagne bar and literally a champagne bar on one side coffee bar on the other side it's about 10 feet from the king suite and the workstation in the middle so i'm literally knocking off an amenity which is very important but now we're going after we did a mural wallpaper mural behind it and we're going after what I call the David, David from HETV, who you know has the tattoos and wears the bougie sweatsuits. Sweatsuits. It's the bougie master suite. So we've gone in and kind of lightly themed all the master suites differently. So now we can actually target to four different buyer personas within one property individually. So I think that's one thing that's really important. I can't hit all of them and be generalistic with one ad, with one email, but I can target them differently and be more things to more buyer personas 
inside of one property. Absolutely. Awesome. Anything you want to wrap up with? I know it seems like it's a very difficult thing, but once you get into it, it's actually it can be very exciting to start thinking of who this person is. And if you want to think of yourself, if I was looking for something, what are the things that make me choose things? What are my interests? What are the things that drive me? And then think of that. There's someone else out there that you're going to make a whole person, their interests, their likes, their dislikes. And then as you build it out, it really helps you with everything you do, like you mentioned. From the images all the way down to the writing, from the marketing, everything else. To and have and even to, to Facebook ad targeting. Mm -hmm. Look, if you don't know how to do this, that's one of the reasons that your Facebook ads aren't working. If you are in, you know, an urban area and you're looking for midterm rents on Furnish Finder, you're looking for, you know, travel nurses, you want to attract, you know, semesters around universities and colleges. There's a great market in downtown Nashville, you know, where there, there's going to be a 30 day minimum, right? To where they can go in and they can rent midterm, like around that Belmont, Bellinopoly area, where you're right in between Vanderbilt, Lipscomb, Belmont. And there's a lot of these areas all across the country. You got to know that buyer persona. And as an example, if you want to go after business travelers, don't mess around with Facebook, get on LinkedIn, but you got to define them and know what's their job titles, who you're going after, what type of companies do they work with? So this encompasses everything. Nail this and you will like throw gasoline on the fire on your advertising, your copywriting, your marketing, and your conversion. Now, if you want to go a little bit deeper, actually way deeper, we've already built out the full funnel campaigns for you. And if you want weekly coaching on how to do this, where can they get that, Chris? Host Academy. Host Academy. You can see a link down in the show notes. We'll see you on the next episode of STR Unfiltered. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.